Welcome back to the Chasing Tail Podcast, episode six for you guys. Uh, we got me, Kyle, uh, Riley, and Logan in the studio tonight. And boy, we got a good one for you guys. Uh, we are going to be discussing the whole storyline of Logan's book that he calls Droppy. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Logan, take it away. All right. Well. We started the year up strong in Nebraska, came back, it went downhill real fast. Um, I'll start it off at the beginning of the whole story of Droppy. Um, I don't know, I had cameras out really early this year, which is abnormal for me. Usually I wait until July, um, but I, I think I got them out around May just to see if I can see any growth of any bugs that came around, but we went into it, didn't see anything on camera. Like, it was just does, does, does. July started rolling around, still nothing, no bugs at all. Um, driving around on the Ranger every night, looking, seeing bucks everywhere in velvet, you know, gets your heart going, gets you, gets you pumped up for the season. That is one thing I absolutely enjoy doing. Two of my favorite pastimes oh, yeah. in the summer. Late late Absolutely. July. Late July velvet bucks. Well, first week in August, dude, it's almost guaranteed bean fields. Oh yeah. You, every oh, night. We, every year we see big deer. Yeah. yeah, bean fields and uh hay fields. Hay fields even right, yeah. But alfalfa fields. Alfalfa fields, everything. Oh yeah. But I was seeing velvet bucks everywhere, but on the chunk of property that I can hunt here in Minnesota. Um one night know something felt different you know there's a storm rolling in so we went out we got to we're on a gravel road on the back half of the property that I can hunt and on the edge of like the property line there's a alfalfa field and I could see a bunch of deer back there and I stopped pulled over got in the back of the ranger standing up with my binos and I think there was four different bucks out there that were decent bucks and one is no neighbor. He's still alive out there. And then one was Droppy that we saw. And that was the first time I laid eyes on bucks in velvet or just bucks in general on this chunk of property. So when you seen Droppy for the first time, could you tell he was trashy, had a drop time, splits, any of that? Not really because we were probably 600 yards away and I just had my binos. But... Um, I could tell he was a little goofy, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that he had split brows and a kicker off the G2 and uh, a potential drop time, but... A big old butthole. Yeah, that's cool, which we'll get into that here in a little bit. Um, after I seen those bucks out there, I instantly went, got the cameras, regrouped, repositioned cameras, and that night, boom, first picture of a buck was droppy and the whole reason behind his name is the first picture i got his head's kind of down and it looks like he had two drop times like forming and uh turns out he didn't <laughs> but i kept the name droppy just because well he um, had one for sure did anybody broke yeah it broke it off broke his it formed because of that bottle it started coming down it was like an inch um but he broke that off assuming in the rut um but other than that 
yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get the full story here. But um, after, you know, finally getting these trail cam pictures of them, I went into prepping food plots, um, switch gears, you know, tearing. I made one whole complete uh, half acre in the woods, a food plot this year. It was brand new. Didn't turn out like I wanted, but uh, he was showing up like every night in my food plot after it started coming up. Um, he was like regular clockwork after I got food plots in. What did you What did you plant in your food plot? Um, that one was big and beasty. And then I had another food plot thirty hundred yards away that was autumn quick plot. And that bought up to your plot consists of. I don't know what the plot consists of. But I think it's like winter rye and stuff. Yeah, I think clovers. Like clovers. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's a mixture clovers. of a bunch of stuff. Good stuff that like comes up lush looking, just awesome. And he was frequently visiting both. Like he was clockwork, easy to pattern. Um, this was what August it started then. Yeah, this is late August. It was probably starting to be early September at this point. Um, I was getting pictures of them when we were down in Nebraska constantly. Um, I had pictures of him constantly all the way up until the end of September. I think the last picture I had of him for a while was like September 6th. Two weeks goes by, never had him on camera. And then he just shows up out of the blue. And then boom, gone. Until, basically until I killed him. We had one other picture that we moved one camera during the rut. It was kind of a hill mirror just to see what deer were on this side of the property because we didn't hunt as much. Um, and we had one picture of him coming through. So there was hope still going on. <coughs> Easy with the easting grip. <laughs> Sorry. They had. <laughs> but that's kind of the whole storyline of of Droppy there, just like where he went and everything. And that night that I actually had finally laid eyes on him, it was just a crazy experience. Oh, um, so your last picture of him, when was it? I would say probably second weekend in October. Which is disappeared <clears throat> all up until the day you shot him. For the most part, yeah. Except for that one picture that yep. you did send. Which is just, again, like we've covered in previous podcasts that all of us, they all just disappeared yeah. right around the same exact time. Yep. Which, and that's normal for bucks, you know, and some bucks right. don't, you know, I mean, don't think that every buck would do everything else. But, but even does for me. It was, you were fairly close to the same where yeah, it does disappeared. Does this both the early does season in our zone screwed us this year because the neighbors went crazy and filled every tank that they could get. But, yeah. So we had basically rifle season. I bet you I saw every see like ten deer a sit, and seven of them were probably fawns. Like that's just there was no does around. But um, I mean, I, all my other bucks disappeared too up until after rifle season. I had no neighbor show back up. Um, crooked showed up. Crooked Junior was Crooked the night Junior, of the night we yeah. were out there. Yeah. But 
this just crazy. Well, which is good. I mean, when all your stocks show back up after a season, there's yeah. nothing you can do but celebrate yeah. that. Because yep. that's a win, no matter whether they're in your hands or not. Yeah, absolutely. Tell them how they show up. Yeah, that was where I was at with Droppy. The whole Droppy story, I really wanted to let him go, but this year was just tough. And I just, when I saw him, I knew that I was going to take him. He's, he's a beautiful deer, yeah. no matter what he was this year, what he could have been next year. Yeah, super. Because he was cool. Yeah, super cool deer. Tons of character. Yeah. You know, it's still, you know, still a big deer. It just, and you man. shot a Minis, a buck in Minnesota in six years. Six years. Broke that spell. Broke that spell. That and was huge for you. how close, they're right around the same about time of the year, right? Uh, the last, like, first, like, actual wall mounter that I shot in Minnesota was... It was right around it Thanksgiving. Was, it was Thanksgiving morning in 2016. And I mean, I shot him. This is my first December deer I've ever shot. So that's a experience in itself. Right, right. like a true late season yeah. kill. But, so take us up to the days leading up to when you killed him. What were you thinking? What was your plan? Um, how, how did you go into the final few days before you killed him? What, what was your thought process? My thought process totally was turned to filling a freezer with doe. Like that was, I mean, we, you had already tagged out, so you were following along, filming for me a couple times. And our ex- expectations were just kill a doe. Kill a doe, and, and we didn't we see anything. Even, we couldn't even see it. Yeah, we couldn't so. see a doe. Um, and to be honest, like the days leading up were really good to the weekend that I shot him on the 10th. And it was like weird, the 10th came and it was warmer, it was drizzling out, and I was like, screw it, I'm going to sit. I have an enclosed stand, I'll just stay dry. Um, it's not like it's that cold, so we'll just sit and see what happens. And deer were moving, I think I seen a total of 15 deer that night. You're sitting the enclosed stand sitting over, what's it sitting over? It's sitting over a chopped cornfield, and also a uh, that autumn quick plot. From Prince George. But. So you went out there December tenth looking for a doe. <clears throat> well, you're really, yeah. I mean, you were trying to get everybody to film and to shoot basically a doe. Yeah. You know, I just I to was get some ice fishing and for the page, you know, and get something on film. And everyone's busy, which you know, everyone's doing their own thing. But I, I was like, screw it, you know, have to go out. Season's winding down, and I right. still have tags in my pocket <laughs> to fill. Right. So, you don't like leaving there. No. At tank least, tank no. soup does not taste as good as no, fresh venison. So. Yeah. At least if I could have shot a doe, it would have been awesome. Um, I mean, the, the sit started out really good. I mean, I got out there at 2.30, and at 3 o'clock, I kind of was just sitting around, you know, on my phone, messing around, not, not expecting to see anything until, like, 4 o'clock. I happened to look up, and there's a doe in a pond that came out to the field, and they're uh, eating in the chopped corn. And I think my wound was swirling because they were a little cautious. And a little buck, a little six-pointer came out, got cool footage of him and the doe, and they kind of left. And after that, it got really quiet. And I got worried that I screwed up and spooked these deer out, and nothing's going to come back. Um, Looking over to the east, over a swamp, you can see the other cornfield that we originally were going to plan on sitting, like setting up, uh, hang on in. 
to film, but there's no picking a different spot, obviously, and that didn't work out for us. But there was a ton of deer out in that field, too. Um, so I was just sitting there waiting, praying that that, that doe and fawn would come back out and I could get a shot at you know, the doe. And it was like, snap of a finger, 415 rolled around, and it was like, deer. Like, I had doe and fawn after doe and fawn coming in. I'm sitting there recording, I'm like, you know, trying to get good footage. And I don't know, out of the corner of my eye, I saw another deer come from the other direction. I caught a glimpse of antler. I zoomed in on the camera, and I was like, you can probably hear me in the footage. Say, oh shit, it's him. It's Droppy. <laughs> I just knew right away from the looks of him, I knew it was him. And the rest is kind of almost a little history. Logan, so like that night that this <clears throat> happened, I was in the stand with the muzzler looking for a doe too. Oh, and ice fishing. Logan texted me yeah. and it was a video. It was a video and it took a couple, it took like a minute to load where I was at. It loaded and it was a video of his camera of Droppy out in front of him. I was like, dude, what? Like, no fucking way. Like, <laughs> well, he you put in. this fucking how long? Yeah, like, well, what? at first he put in the group chat, he said, you know. Droppy's in the field. Yeah, Droppy's right. in the field. Now I'm like. I didn't see that yet. And then yeah. I texted back, like, how far away? He's like 75 yards. I was like, yeah, so. Dude, I bet you had a wish you had a muzzleloader right now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wish you had a muzzleloader. Yeah. He, he came out and he was probably 125 yards. And these does kept working to me slowly. Just slowly, slowly. And he was kind of with this one and got within 75 yards and I thought, oh, this is picture perfect. He's just going to he was right kind, He was kind of pushing the does around. He too. was. He well, he came into this one and he, I don't know, lost interest, turned around and started checking more does. And I think there was a hot doe with the one that was off the camera view. You couldn't see it. He walked off camera view and I cut the footage thinking, no, oh, he's going to chase her off into the woods. For whatever reason, she turned and ran like right into me when he bumped her. And it came in, they were 60 yards, you know, 55, 50. I'm like, oh shit, this is going to happen. I've lost, lost view of them, so I'm sitting there trying to move the camera over, and it's tough self filming, especially when you have a buck like that in front of you. It, it was a difficult challenge, but it makes it all that much better. I'm sure. Like I, I've tried to do it. It's hard. It is. I was kind of kicking myself because, you know, he asked me if I wanted to film or in what I was doing, and and I wanted to ice fish super bad. Dude, I was begging you to go. Out. <laughs> yeah, you were, and like, and I wanted to, but like, I just, you know, when ice fishing rolls around, we get safe ice. I kind of want to get out there. Um, and then when he said, "Yeah, droppies in the field," I'm like, "Fuck, I should have went," you know. So you're sitting with you got to fifty yards. You thought you thought oh shit it's gonna happen. Then what? He he just kept coming in and he started feeding. He kind of lost interest in the doe, and they kept you know walking my way, walking my way. And he came in. He stopped at forty five yards broadside. Front leg is forward, just perfect shot. I was like, this might be the only chance I get right here. I well, <laughs> I mean, he thinks he has a big set of balls. Did you have any hesitation, like, should I shoot him or anything, or is it like, I'm killing this deer? At 60 yards, I had hesitation, because I wasn't, like, I was fully prepared to take the shot over 50 yards. Do do you think he would have came in closer than he did? Uh, 
Or do you think it would have been know. like uh, shooting know. windows? You know? I don't. I probably still would have had shooting opportunities, but I don't know if he would have came any closer. You know, I mean, we practice all summer long through the fall shooting, Which, but well, you know, us all of us we prep for western trips with the bows. I mean, forty-five yards. Right. That that. We're trying to make that check that's like, for us. Right. Yeah, we never, during the early right. Season, we but. never want to shoot that far. You know what I mean? We yeah. want the closest opportunities we get, make it clean. But, right. you know, at least you know in the back of your head, yeah, I have the confidence yeah. of doing that. Um, Which you, you put on the bow. Yeah, keep, keep this where you're going. I mean, after I t- took the shot and I was watching, you know, the footage back, I kind of saw that the arrow did get a lot of penetration. And I knew right away when I shot, it was a loud thud. I had that thought that I just smoked the shoulder. Um, but there was a part of me that thought that this had to be a lethal shot because when he, in the footage that you can see, eventually it'll be up on our YouTube channel. Well, it'll be <clears throat> it'll be out before this airs. Okay, January first. Um, January first. Um, as he's running away, you know he tumbles, and you can see his blood splatter kind of on the fresh snow that we got well and watch this back on the video if we just him eat. when you when you shoot a deer and they run the way that Droppy yeah. runs after you that's a dead deer yeah. right when they he just was running so fast his yeah. legs couldn't keep up and he was falling and rolling yeah. around and when they just hump they just hunch up like that and they just start plowing face on the ground like that, you know you're yeah. done head down ass up running as fast as tail tuck yeah i mean i as soon as i shot and he ran off he got out of frame and was you know gone for a couple seconds out of my sight i knew right away i was like i need to give this deer a little bit of time for one i need someone to come help recover him two Shot was a little iffy, wasn't a hundred percent sure on it, and you know I called Claire right away. That's she was the first one because me and her just wanted this deer. I mean, I wanted well, her it to was get on, it. He, I it was on Claire's dad's property right? so many times this fall. Oh yeah, this like this was our deer that we wanted to get. Like we kind of kept this deer hush hush from everyone. And this um, is on Claire's dad's property, correct? Her grandpa's. Okay. Oh. Um, so when I called her, you know, like she she knows right away when I call and I'm hunting. Like if it's during a good time, she knows that something happened. Oh, She's yeah. like, "You didn't." So I was like, "I just shot him." Like it's like like you said when yeah. you call Andrew, it's like it's him. Yeah, we know who him is. Right. You know who you can. Because they don't ever hear a shot of the boat these damn dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but so you know, I waited for her to get home. She wanted to come out and help look for him. Kyle ended his hunt a little early. Yeah. Who was your second call? Well, well, you were. did he I end remember. his hunt early or? I ended my own hunt early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> the same night I was up mothballing, <laughs> Logan texted me the video of dropping. I was like, holy crap, dropping in the field, you know. You know, hopefully he gets a shot. Well, then I shot and I missed the doe with my muzzleloader, which I'm struggling with the whole muzzleloader thing. First but time ever. Missed, first time ever yeah. even trying with a muzzleloader. But I got down, missed. I shot at like 409 or something. Got down, went and checked just to double. I know I missed. I went to double check the blood in the snow. And there's nothing. I followed the deer tracks for a while. 
I come back, I crawl back on the stand, I look at my phone, I have a missed call from Logan. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. I knew right away what that phone call was about, and I couldn't have called him back any quicker. Like, I, I, I was clicking my phone so fast to get that call in his room. And I, I knew what had happened. As as soon as I sent that text, I dropped these letters, I was just like, you guys. And I sent it to my parents. They were hunting in Missouri at the time. We have a group chat with my family. And it was like, he's sitting in the field. I'm trying to record. And I swear to God, you could hear it in the footage. Just, just going on. At the same time, my mom has deer in front of her. And she has, she shot, grazed one, got away on her. Um. Like it was like almost at the like same exact time that I shot Droppy. It was weird how it worked out, but I mean we were all just going back and forth. I'm sitting there, I have my bow in my hand, I'm recording, I'm trying to give people updates on what's going on. Um, but I mean to be able to self film that hunt, I mean that's one of the reasons why I'm getting this buck mounted. By far not even close to my biggest buck that I've shot, but just to experience the self film and have that whole beginning to end story with one buck the number right. one well, hit lister and, and you wanted to get on film so bad this year and like you said the number one hit lister you named him you followed him all year you got it all on camera it was badass footage i mean yeah i mean that that deer will tell the stories for years you know yeah i mean i'm still speechless yeah about the whole <laughs> the whole hunt but everything yeah, like you said earlier, I did quit my hunt early because when I got back to the stand <laughs> and I had that phone call from Logan, I, I couldn't sit in the stand any longer. I was like, I gotta get over there. If I yeah, if I was closer to home, I definitely did the same exact thing. I mean, I think it was like an hour from when I shot to when we found him. Well, you sent us a oh. video of you on the way out of like the blood trail. Yeah. And when I got when I got the video of the blood trust, I started uh, quicker because there was blood everywhere. Well, we we me, knew the thing was dead, you know. Logan was a little skeptical, um, but and you can just look at a blood trail and be like, "Yeah, that oh, thing's yeah. toast." When I when we got out there in person, he's like, "This is where we went in the woods." I seen the blood. I was like, "Jesus Christ, dude!" I was like, <laughs> "This year is it dead, and it's been dead since forty five seconds after you shot it." Because that's it was one of the gnarliest blood trails I've been on. Well, and like we didn't talk, we didn't talk that much after you killed him. But like, I got the camera card from from Logan and started, you know, editing some stuff and looking at it. And like, I I texted Logan and I'm like, well, where did this thing die? Like, it had to die no further than when you know it started plowing from the ground. He's like, no, it ran quite a bit further from that because like that thing was. I think as like from when I shot and he. Took off. It was probably as the girls are like seventy-five yards. That's what I'd say. But but he kind of it seemed like right? a lot because yeah. we were in thick brush. Yeah. But he died. He probably they, only died fifty yards from when he left. That's what yeah. I was say because when he when he because in the video that you guys will see, um, you know he started plowing his face in and like he rolled and then he got up and like you could just tell he was hurting and then like. I didn't think. I thought he would. You almost could see him in the film drop. It had to been really close where you lost sight of him. Was right where he died. Over the forty yards. Yeah. After that. But yeah. he died on the trail, face first, running. Like yeah. he didn't bed down or anything. He was running wide open when he died. Like he nose dived. Yeah, and again, and like you know, again, like we've talked, like just how we put all this time in it, like that to know. So when you put 
a questionable shot on like it is the worst feeling in the world but like when you know a deer is basically dead as soon as you hit them like that it also makes it so much easier you well, know like well for sure remember that the nine pointer shot last year i was like oh i'm not tripping the shot you know blah blah we're on the blood trail there's blood everywhere and he went 50 60 yards and was piled up right in the, in the river but yeah in the river <laughs> I had to go. I had to go wading in the river, and it was probably twenty degrees out. But sometimes you just second guess yourself for no reason, just because a lot yeah. happens in the moment. And you, when you shoot and you shoot and you shoot and you plan all year for this, your body kind of kicks into the instinct and just yeah. make make that shot. And usually, the shot works out. Right, and I mean, like you know, <laughs> no matter how much you prepare, you never prepare. Right, like, oh, and Logan. Sure. And, you know, I wounded one a couple years ago, and, and Logan gives me shit about it all the time, which is totally fine. I mean, we, we all, you know, give each other shit on that kind of stuff, but, you know, th- I have a hard time with that. Like, when I shoot a deer, like, if this is actually a good shot, like, everything could work out perfect. You know exactly where you hit. You still have questions. Well, especially once you wound one. Oh, well, right, and that's a big thing. If anybody's ever listening, that if you haven't wounded a deer yet, you will someday. And when it happened, it knocks your confidence level to the dirt, and it takes you a while to build it back up. Oh, yeah. Stomach is in a knot. I mean, that was I, the biggest thing that Kyle helped me with after that buck. I I ended my season early. I quit, and I didn't even want to hump next year. And yeah. Kyle's like, just shoot a freaking doe. Like, that, so, yeah, so I think it was a season or two before Riley wounded his. I had wounded a 10-pointer, and it it sucked. Like, I ended my season early. It ruined everything for me like i it was hard to enjoy hunting anymore that year and then was the next year like i loved it and i wanted to do it you know and like it was hard just to feel like like it was hard to shoot that deer because like well what if wounded well, what if and the biggest thing the biggest thing is we just put all this time into shooting and trying to make it the most ethical possible and making sure you know we trust ourselves and our mechanics are right and you know our muscle memory is right and you know when so sometimes life life just happens and things happen. Right, and we all make mistakes. A bad shot. And right. I so what I did is I just waited for a doe came in at twelve yards broadside. It was the most perfect shot you could ever ask for. I put it. I shot her right to the middle of the heart. Died and she ran twenty yards and died right in front of me. And that boom, confidence was back and I recovered and moved on with life. And I've never wounded one since. I told Riley. You got the exact same thing. It's Not funny. It's it is funny because like I gave Logan crap all year. I'm like, I hope he just smack one in the shoulder, you know, <laughs> and just gave him all this crap, you know, and and, and I didn't really mean it, you know, because I mean, we never really mean that kind of stuff. Well, but, you don't want everyone to do that. <laughs> right. To do that right. And no. so, you know, and then after the fact, he he does get it in the shoulder, but you know, the thing runs less than 100 yards, like. It's just funny, but that's all. Well, it, it, on you, right? I did that on purpose. Too. Well, here's the deal with Logan. Me and Logan <laughs> have this weird, like, thing going on with each other. We're back in high school, and we're sitting in one of our classes. And I did something that, like, kind of irritated him. And he was kidding. He's like, I hope you get hit in the face with a ball tonight. And we were playing baseball. And sure shit. You know, I took a pitch to the face, break my nose, have to get surgery on this. And so it's just funny how then I say the same thing to Logan. I hope we you hit one of those. We jinxed each other. Yeah, but no. But back to let's go to the recovery and yeah. So you make the shot. You're at the. I show up. 
Kyle Goodfriend, pro tracker Kyle. Um, after we started following the trail, it was easy to follow, but uh, at one point, I say, I think I can smell them. You like, guys, have, like, like, we were whip. probably 20, 30 yards away yet. Yeah. It's our pelts. We're in like a thick swamp. When Logan stopped, it was Logan, Claire, and me. I was in the back running the camera, kind of just trying to take in the whole scene. And Logan stops and says, I think I can smell them. And my nose always fucking plugs. So <laughs> I, I, could, I was like, well, I'll just trust your instinct. It is, it is funny, though, because like, yeah, you do say that, like, they do have that smell. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. especially after the rut. I mean, he right. has that smell still. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, deer stink. Um, right. Yeah, he was only probably 30 yards after that. Yeah, it was, we walked a little further. And, then, and I'm glad he died where he died because otherwise it would have been a shit show getting him out of there. Yeah, it was like thick. 20 yards from the, the one road. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. Drag him off. We found him. First thoughts you walk out to him. What, 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 what was your thoughts? I think the actual first words that I well, said. it's on film. It's on it's, film. Is I can't believe he's actually dead. Well, when, when you see this thing out in the field or on camera or whatever, then you get pictures of it and you're like, oh, I'm going to hang a stand here to kill him. I'm going to hang a stand here to kill him. I'm going to hang a camera here to get pictures of him. And you do this for months on end. And all you no think results. about is like, how can I kill this deer? How can I kill this deer? How can I kill this deer? And then you kill it. And you're just like, what like yeah. I, I can't believe this is real i, I know the feeling it just, it, it, it's hard to fathom it's, like it's one chapter closed and now you're you're basically restarting you're right? basically you're restarting year. it's when when Find you try so hard yeah i mean heck some chapters are 100 pages long some are two pages you know exactly but <laughs> some chapters you know never have an ending never, too yeah some so yeah we don't like to see the ones that never have <laughs> Hope they never do. But, I mean, this year has been absolutely crazy. From shooting mealy velvet, first trip for mealies with the bow, with you guys, that was awesome. Can't thank you guys enough for letting my dumb ass go with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you the thing that makes... <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Kyle's pissed off. No. Shot his deer. No, you called the... the uh, the tall one. The tall one from day one. When the first time we seen those moves, that was the tall one. Tall one showed up first. So, I mean, it was <laughs> the wider moves showed up first. I was like, fuck you, Logan, yeah. shooting them. We both would have been drawn back shooting them all. We didn't really have a whole lot of time to make a decision. Not so. really. But we did. Logan said, who's shooting? I said, I'll, I'll range him. Yeah. That means I ain't shooting. So, <laughs> made it happen. But after that, though, the season sucked for me. I mean, my, my, yeah, my season was slow. I mean, it's that's that's when optimism you gotta just keep just pushing that through yeah. your brain because you know sit and sit and sit, you don't see any deer, nothing on camera, and you really start thinking like, what what am I doing? Like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? Clearly, not doing anything right. That's a, that's the biggest thing. Is like you start second guessing. Well, and that, I know it, you were big time because. I remember Logan's texted me so many times, like, what do I do? I don't want to drive my camera. Where should I sit? And it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I wish I could help I don't know. have some insight, but I'm having the same well, boat you, as you. Yeah, so. you second-guess yourself once you get pictures of something. Like, I got that picture of that new buck that I've never the, had before. That heavy 10-pointer? Yeah, and 
you know, we were going to try killing him. Well, we had two, three pictures of him, and he disappeared. And then you're second-guessing, should I set up here? Should I go over here? Right. The other, the other big thing, is too, is, like, having that person on your shoulder telling you to quit and just give oh, up. Oh, yeah. Like, and especially with, like, in my circumstances. Especially with nothing on camera. Right. Well, in some of those mornings, you get up at 4.30 in the morning, you're tired, you can hear the wind blowing outside, and you're like, should I really, like, should I go back to bed or should I go hunting? And I'm, I'm terrible for that where it's like, I should just go back to bed. But then, I got that other side of my shoulder where it's like, you know what, you wait all fucking year, you dream about this, yep. you spend who knows how much money on this, and you can't stop thinking about this, get your freaking ass out there and get in the stand. Right. I'd, I'd rather go out there and see zero deer rather than sit home and wonder how many deer I want to see. You can't kill them on the couch. You can't kill them on the couch. Well, it, and right. days that I have sat at home and skipped and been like, you know what, I'm not going to hunt tonight. I sit at home and like, God, I wonder how the food went tonight. I wonder yeah. what I've seen tonight. My biggest thing I is just that. all my other hobbies. Oh, I could have went fishing. Oh, I could have did this. Uh, I could have did this. Right. This well, especially when you sucked. sit in the stand, you're right. you like, man, I could have sat on a couch and watched a good movie. <laughs> yeah, or something. exactly. I could have watched someone else kill a deer on TV. It's just that. It, it's just that itch. It's just the drive. But yeah, you you never know, and you have those hunts, like that hunt night, that hunt for Drocky, where you sit there and all of a sudden everything. Those hunts that click are the hunts that make it worth it. Makes a, you know, puzzle come together. And pieces fall into place. It just happens. I would hunt two, three years without shooting one, just for that one moment. I mean, that's how special those moments are when a plan that, comes together. I mean, in Minnesota, I've had plenty of countless opportunities to kill decent deer. Right. But I, you know, gotta pride myself on just waiting for something that's worth shooting in my eyes. That happened to be six years worth of time waiting. It's tough, but. So, Logan, where's Drop at now, and what's your future plans for him? He is at the task range already, like two days after I killed him. <laughs> yeah. It took me a little bit to decide what I was going to do with him. I'm happy about him. Like, yeah. yeah, he's not the biggest rack-wise, but he's huge in character and huge in story. Yeah. Well, huge. and that's what we always talk about, too, is you will never regret mowing one. Oh, yeah. No, you will yeah. regret not, not mowing yeah. one. You know, and then like that's what we told you know Kyle's fiance, you know, once she shot a few years ago with her bow, you know you, you won't regret mowing yeah, it. It's got, not that big. It it's not. It's a good buck, but you know she, she doesn't bow on very much, and she shot a pretty you know a decent one, right. you know smaller end. She decided to get it mounted, and we got back and it was kind of small. She's like, oh, I really wish I would have got that mounted. I was like, it 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 was a huge thing for you shoot that so just be you know she's proud of it and she's happy if you're at it now you know and i don't care what you say how much money mounts cost it's so worth it's it it's, oh it, it just is amounts 550 bucks or 650 whatever a guy can a guy can spend that sometimes so quickly on shit they don't even don't even need or pay right. attention to at least this sits in the living room and looks sealed at oh yeah for sure especially from what you sit in the living room Logan, right? <laughs> but no, it's it's definitely been a good season for you. Like, yeah, I'm running out of wall space in the basement right oh, now. So darn, God, that there'll be something rough. Be 24, 23. 23 and be running out of wall space. Yeah, you'll have that when you get 
So melee and drop back. How many heroes do you have mounted between you and Claire? You got your you got your one seventy nine. Yep. And my two twenty sixteen buffs. Which we Players. should do an episode on, the, on your one seventy nine. Okay. Someday. Your North Dakota buck. That thing's a stud. Fuzzy, but make something <laughs> happen. Might be a ten minute. We should bring. Episode. We really should bring your fiance in on an eight because that thing that is a stud. That is, that's a cool deer. That is my, that is my dream fucking deer. And that's what I was just and about I to say. That is my dream deer. That's like when Taylor, the one ten pointer I have on camera, I sent it to him. And he's like, that's my dream deer. A perfect 10, tall brows. Like, there's just these dream deer, and Claire has my dream deer on oh, yeah. the wall. Like Logan has my dream deer on the wall. See, it, oh, it's, it's definitely a dream deer, but don't quit giving him all this confidence and stuff. Is, it was like 14 scoreable, but I got it at 17. They're like an eighth inch, eighth inch off. And he, he is going to tell you, all you guys, that's a 180 inch deer. Don't let him, don't believe him. All right, fine. 179 and a half. Wow. Toy. Toy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I. That would be a fun story. Yeah. Just, yeah. Even if we had Claire and I come in and talk about right. North Dakota deer, but. North Dakota is a different ball game than here. I can tell you that. But oh yeah. No, I'm glad it worked. Glad it worked out for you. Glad you got on camera. Um, like I said, that's going to be dropping the first of January. Absolutely. Get that out. This will be dropping after, so um, we'll let the film come out first before talking about it on the podcast. I have a fucking allergy from the final, the final cut. I, I always call it the final cut. Well, you always confuse me because you say that, and that's a software problem. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what do you mean? Uh, the final cut is gonna be sweet. First ever, like, actual footage of a deer kill I have had. It will not be the last either. Absolutely. I promise that. This is just a start. Right, just start. We're it drives start. us even more, to be honest. Yeah, with I, like, yeah. After watching the Droppy getting killed on camera, I want nothing more on my next buck that I'm getting. Done. It's a grind. It's this year we grinded hard, like all of you us. guys did. We did. <laughs> Riley did not. Riley, yeah. That's why Riley's all without a buck and well, he didn't grind. It, if you guys were in the situation I was too, hey. you would probably do that. All I hear is excuses. Do yeah. That. If I only had thirty excuses, are like assholes. I, Everyone has them, Riley. Yeah. That has nothing to do with that. That's deer getting <laughs> poached, up and comer getting poached, another up and comer uh, neighbor shoots. Your uh, two shooter big shot. Oh, my two shooters are still around. That eight and that ten are still around. Okay, that ten that your neighbor shot, you would have shot. That was a nice deer. I, I don't, don't know. Tell me you would I have probably shot would have, that I deer. probably would have. It was like a 140-inch ten-pointer. Yeah, but he would have been an absolute stud next year. He was so freaking young. If I you would have passed that deer. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish Logan you would have let him go. Like you drop, you'd be huge next year. Blah, yeah. blah. I wish you would have because it would have been really, really sweet. I, now that I have one under my belt, it's gonna be a lot easier. Like another one in Minnesota. Like I'm sure he bred all the does up there. Oh, he yeah. passed on his peas. In, yeah. And it's not know. like he's he was the only buck out there. I have two other ones that'll be 
shooters next year. Yeah, Crooked, Crooked Jr., and No Name, like all these. Oh, yeah. And Logan out of the group has, has definitely shot the bigger deer out of the group. And yet, that was probably guaranteed still the same rush as the other ones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Probably even a little bit more because we got it on camera. Right. It's just a whole different ball game when you're doing that, but it's fun. So, um, yeah. But we hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. You know, hopefully a Happy yeah. New Year. If you're listening to this, the episode for you know Droppy is out on YouTube. Check it out. Subscribe, like it, share it. Instagram. Instagram. Follow us. Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. There. Apparel. TikTok. Website. Get us TikTok. on TikTok. Find us on TikTok. Yeah. We got TikTok now. We're pretty Which, big. Uh, pretty big deal. Tip, TikTok is tough. We got a lot. <laughs> of three posts, we almost got banned. Yeah, they, yeah, we, they we got still a lot. Got that warning thing on yeah, our we got a lot. There's a lot of guidelines on there that we did not yeah, look too into. Too many rules on the TikTok. So, so if also when they were not on TikTok, that's just why. Know we, <laughs> yeah, we screwed up. Yeah, we screwed up. So, so, but no, it's been a good year for everybody. Hopefully, uh, hey, hopefully happy new year. Yeah, it's a new year, and you'll be listening to this. So new year means new goals, new bucks. You know, uh, keep chasing that tail, baby. Yep. Peace out. Peace.